in today's show. I'm looking ahead to Thursday's action in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those that you want to keep. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're here, what to watch for Thursday. There were 13 games. There are no longer 13 games. We've got 11 games on at the moment with some postponements. I'm fully aware that what I'm going to watch for by the time those games actually start in 24 hours time, that some of these players won't be part of things. So bear that in mind, but this is what I'm watching for at this point with these games. Let's look at the first one. It is the Pelicans and the Magic. The Pelicans, Josh the Hitman Hart playing at a really, really high level. He is a must roster player, as I detailed earlier on the waiver wire show. Um, I don't expect Zion Williamson back for weeks, if not months. So Hart is going to retain pretty high value as we move on. But can he keep going at this level? Like he's, he's putting huge minutes and putting up big numbers. Really loving it. Well, Brandon Ingram, slow start after his hip injury, but now absolutely rolling. And it's not hurting him that he's playing 38, 38, 39, 34, 39, 37, 39, 37 minutes. Now that's a pretty strong run. The minutes are absolutely through the roof at the moment for Ingram, and that is obviously helping his overall value. Sometimes he has some issues with shooting or lacks of, lack of defensive stats, but he's been really, really impressive after a slow start. For the Magic, this is a back-to-back for them. I want to see what happens with someone like Wendell Carter Jr. I want to see Chumurakiki. I want to see Robin Lopez. I want to see how all that goes. We're not expecting Mo Bumba back or Terrence Ross back. Um, or Jalen Suggs, of course. Yeah, Markel Fultz, John Isaac, RJ Hampton. None of those guys. But the status of Carter will be really interesting. They play Wednesday, so we'll see whether he plays. And if he does, does he play the back-to-back? How do Robin Lopez's minutes look there? But also, Gary Harris, who's been dealing with some hamstring injuries. Of course, that is Gary Harris. That's basically what he does at this point. Can he continue to produce? Because he's producing at a 12-team league value at the moment with all the absences. And if Cole Anthony does continue to be sidelined, then maybe Gaz can have some value for us here. The Rockets and the Pacers is the second game I'm going to look at. This should be the return of Jalen Green. How he fits in and what it means for Gary Bird, Garrison Matthews, and the designer Armani Brooks is going to be intriguing. Kevin Porter Jr. is going to still be out. But you're going to have Eric Gordon playing on the back-to-back because we know he's going to play back-to-backs now. So how does Green fit in with Matthews and Gordon and Josh Christopher and Amani Brooks and DJ Augustine? Can Green show me anything that makes me think, yeah, go grab him now? Because I don't think that's the case with Jalen at this point. Um, but how he looks will be great. And then Garrison Matthews, what do the minutes look like? How is his production looking? Is he becoming droppable? Yes, he is. But does this uh, further solidify that? Well, for the Pacers, we're not expecting Malcolm Brogdon to play. The words of Rick Carlisle post-game last time out were like, oh, we're just going to have to deal with his absence after yeah, having that sore Achilles crop up again. I don't expect Brogdon to play. So does that mean that they start Chris Duarte? Do they go back to Brad Wanamaker? 
Duarte was a point guard in college, but the Pacers have not used him as a point guard at all. So will they ever break glass there and, and try and throw him into that role? Does Duarte just take on more usage in the second unit? And then what does that mean for Karis LeVert? Well, his assists spike. Does this further increase his sell-high window? Because big opportunity him to, for him to put up more minutes in this game. The Hawks and the Sixers. We'll get an answer to this after Wednesday's game, but without Clint Capella, is it Onyeka Okongwu or is it Gogie Jeng who's getting the bulk of those minutes? I hope it's Okongwu. I really want to see what Okongwu can do. I also want to pay attention to Delon Wright, who I expect will get the bulk of those minutes with Trey Young out, especially with Timotei Lawawu-Cabro and now Lou Williams out. They've got opportunities you know, to play some more for Sharif Cooper if they call him up because there's no other point guards on this team. But Cooper is listed in the G League for Wednesday. We'll see if he comes up for um, for Thursday's game. And then for the Sixers, Danny Green has just entered um, COVID protocols along with Andre Drummond, Shake Milton, George Niang. So we'll see um, how he looks. Tobias Harris showed some signs of life and Joel Embiid's been dominating. I just want Harris to be able to get to a semi-sub-dominant level and be able to put up numbers. Tyrese Maxey should return after he missed the last two games. He is off the injury report, as is Furkan Korkmaz as is the package, Jaden Springer. The package! Maybe Stringer can get some minutes with old uh, Shake Milton and Danny Green out. But this also boosts the value, of course, of Matisse Thibel. Now, just as I'm recording this, Cade Cunningham has been put into the COVID protocol. So I don't want to watch for Cade Cunningham. Well, that's not true. I do want to watch Cade Cunningham. I just don't know if I'm going to get... Or I know that I'm not going to get the chance to. So more importantly, who the hell is going to step into his role? Are they going to start Frank Jackson? Is it Josh Jackson? Is it actually time for Saban Lee? We don't know whether Killian Hayes plays. He missed last game with an illness. But there are obviously more minutes for Lee, for Joseph, unfortunately, and for the two Jacksons. So how they replace Cunningham is really interesting. I would take a flyer on Saban. I would consider a flyer on Josh or even Frank Jackson. I think all of them can have at least short-term 12-team league value with the absence of Cade. You suggest to go somewhere. No Jeremy Grant, no Cade Cunningham. Sadiq Bay, the depressed penis, he is going to be chucking those shots up. There are going to be so many of them. He could come out with a 14% field goal percentage, or he could drop in 55 points. There is a huge opportunity for the depressed penis in this game. Well, for the Heat, the Winter Soldier, Max Struess, he started last game in place of PJ Tucker. Tucker is out again, as is Jim Butler, as is Markeith Morris, Caleb Barton, Victor Oladipo, and Bam Adebayo. So the Winter Soldiers getting another opportunity, a really good stream option. And then Omer Yetzevan putting up some massive numbers. Defensive stats, big rebounds. He is still coming off the bench behind the Undertaker, Dwayne Dedman. But Omer is putting up really good numbers. And in a deeper league, he's got some value here, I, I would suggest uh, is the best way of looking at that. But if the, the other best way of looking at things is going to Price Picks, because Price Picks... I've been telling you about it for, for a long time. And now there's an even better reason to join Price Picks because for a limited time, Price Picks has an exclusive no-brainer offer for all users. You get 50 bucks for free. If a player in your first Price Picks entry scores a single point, how hard's that? But you must use the code NBA. That's right. An ex exclusive offer ex available to locked on fans who use the code NBA. Price Picks is really simple. You pick two to five players and you get an over-under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times on an entry. It's just you and the projected numbers. How simple is that? And you can include all bench guys, not just the superstars. Even your Nyeker Okongwus, your Gorgie Jengs, your Sharif Coopers for the Hawks. Those guys are there on Price Picks. So, Price Picks also has your mixed sport entries. So you can throw over under Sharif Cooper assists 
versus over-under Aaron Rodgers' false COVID claims. Or, sorry, Aaron Rodgers' touchdowns. Throw that all together. Use the award-winning app or go to the website, which is prizepicks.com, and use that code NBA. And if you use the code NBA, you get a free $50 entry, or free, sorry, you get free 50 bucks, just 50 bucks free. There you go. If your first prize picks entry scores a single point, that's right, all users depositing and using the code NBA will get 50 bucks free if your first prize picks entry scores a single point. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. You listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to the latest episodes and keep up with your favorite players and teams. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can share all of the insights. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that edge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See boostmobile.com for details. The Wizards and the Knicks. No Contavious Caldwell Pope. No Rui Hachimura. Are we going to get Denny Avdia starting? Let's bloody hope so. I'd like to see what they can do to develop him. To me, he is clearly the best prospect out of him. And KCP is not a prospect anymore. Kuzma uh, and Hachimura. He's the best one. I don't think he's. I don't think he's particularly good. Like I don't think he's going to be an all-star level player. But he's the best prospect out of that group. So let's see. Do we get the opportunity to see Avdia do some good things here? And then Dan Gafford, my man, who is a must-roster player, who's available in a lot of leagues, establishing himself as the best center on this team. I'd like to see him get 26 minutes a night. It's probably not going to happen. But watching how he goes in this one will be interesting. Well, for the Knicks. Are we going to see Kemba Walker? Hello. We don't know whether RJ Barrett, Derek Rose, Obi Toppin, Quentin Grimes are all going to return. They are on their their 10-day quarantine is up. Well, Derek Rose is not quarantined, dealing with an ankle injury. So if those blokes come back, does Kemba play? He's played 37 and 40 minutes the last two games. Shout out Tom Thibodeau. But prior to that, he wasn't even in the rotation. So does Kemba continue to start? Does he continue to play? Or does he go back and sit his crusty ass down in his tracksuit? I don't know. That's going to be something to watch, isn't it? I've added him in leagues, and I'm going to hold. I'm also going to hold the diseased scrotum of Van Fournier until I hear that he's back to that 27-minute-a-night role. Because with everyone injured, he's playing big minutes. The Salho window's there. You hold him, and then you probably do drop him as we move forward later on. The Bucks, Grayson Allen. Um, big opportunity for him without Giannis, without DiVincenzo. Middleton's back. Um, Drew Holiday's going to be back. But... Uh, Wes Matthews is back, but I still think Allen is worth a 12-team ad with the absence of Antetokounmpo at this point and DiVincenzo. And then watching Jordan Wara, who put up big numbers prior to uh, Wednesday. I really doubt that that's going to be able to continue for Jordan, but watching how he fits into the rotation here is instructive. Well, for the Mavericks, they're hit with COVID stuff at the moment. No Hardaway, no Bullock, no Kleber, no Trey Burke now, um, no Josh Green, and now, of course, no Luka Doncic. So the big man situation, or no Willie Cauley-Stein, not for COVID for personal reasons. So the big man situation, Dwight Powell. But Marquise Chris, closed last game out. Is that because Porzingis was unavailable? I'm not sure. But watching Chris's role, watching Powell's minutes, and then watching guys like Neil Aquino and Sterling Brown as well, who have an opportunity to even have some 12, maybe 14 team league value. For the Thunder, they're taking on the Phoenix Suns. That's uh, not a great matchup for them. But Darius Baisley's been blocking a ton of shots coming off the bench. I expect that he still comes off the bench. But can he keep up this run of big defensive numbers? Well, the Oklahoma City mudflap, Kenrich Williams. 
20 plus minutes in six of his last seven games. And the other game was a 19 minute game. Get some steals, get some assists, rebounds, hit some threes. Does a little bit of everything. And it's got some 14 team league appeal. So watching him here in this one is interesting. While in Phoenix, I'm watching the two cams. Cameron Payne is putting up massive numbers in a, in a bench role. Like absolute 14 team league guy, maybe even 12. And Cam Johnson with Devin Booker back, he's providing some points and three stream value and some decent rebounds. If you do have him in a 12, he's not he's not the best hold, but he's also not, it's not an incorrect decision to hold him. But watching how these two guys go in what could be a blowout and they get extended run will be something that does interest me. The Timberwolves and the Jazz, of course, for Minnesota, there's no Jared Vanderbilt, Patrick Beverly, or Anthony Edwards. So Jaden McDaniels will get another start. He played big minutes last game, 39 of them, in fact. And had a pretty decent performance. He's worth a stream in this one. And we also saw in the second half of that game, they didn't start Leandro Balmaro. They went with Naz Reed. They pushed Reed to the four, McDaniels to the three, and then Beasley and D'Angelo Russell in the backcourt. So is Reed going to get a start? Because if he plays 25 a night, that's a 12-team league bloke right there for a week. And that'll be really interesting for us to watch. For the Jazz, honestly, shout out to Utah. Second best team in the NBA, probably. The most boring fantasy team there is. There's just nothing interesting going on. So I guess I want to watch Rudy Gay and Jordan Clarkson, but I don't really. I just don't. Like, they're just boring as shit. And that's because they are consistently good, consistent rotations, and there's honestly nothing to watch for. So I'm just putting those names there to fill in the holes, giggity. Manual giggity for you. Giggity! There you go. There's the real one. Let's look at the Hornets and the Nuggets. Let's go McDaniels again. Jalen, who played some decent minutes. Gordon Haywood is back after having that back issue, but Cody Martin remains out. So what does Jalen's role look like? He's played 27 and 26 the last two games without Cody Martin. But you know what does that mean for his minutes, Kelly Oubre's minutes, uh, PJ Washington's minutes? Washington played just 20 last game and 23 the game before that and 24 the game before that. So is PJ losing value here? It, it feels like it. And is that, is that gumming and benefiting Jalen McDaniels? How all that works is very intriguing. Well, for Denver Nuggets, the big stiffy Bones Highland. It's either rock hard one day, and then it's a big flop the next day. Which one are we going to get from Bones in this one? Are we going to get good stuff? Are we going to get bad stuff? Who knows? But I want to watch it. I want to see how he goes. And then also Zeke Naji. Now, Jermichael Green could return. Uh, Naji's been playing well. Well enough to take the role from Jermichael or Jeff Green, the Greens. I don't know. But I want to see if he can start to develop into that role. It's pretty clear he's firmly ahead of Bolt, who's out in the COVID protocols. But Naji needs to be able to step ahead of one of those greens to move into more value. The Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors. Jamarant, see what his minutes are like in this one. How that impacts him, Brooksy, Bainey, and then DeAnthony Melton, the wave pool. There's no Tyus Jones, maybe. We don't have an update on them yet. There's still Jones, Clark, and Zaire Williams, who are rotation players who are questionable. But what does Melton's role look like? He probably is a drop now, unfortunately. Well, for the Golden State Warriors, we have no um, Andrew Wiggins, no Jordan Poole. Andre Iguodala is unlikely to play with some knee swelling, I would guess. No Clay Thompson. So Otto Porter played big minutes last game with Kaminga suffering that back spasm. I don't think that's going to worry Kaminga. And Kaminga probably starts this next game. So watching how the Porter, Kaminga, Toscano, Anderson minutes go and who could be the best in terms of production out of that group. While on to the last game of the night before we talk streaming, we have got the Spurs and the Lakers. Keldon Johnson, big double-digit rebounds the last couple of games, got some defensive stats, playing a little bit better. Still not convinced that he's a, like a top 100. He's not a top 100 guy. Um, or he's going to be a must-roster guy. But there's been some signs of some stuff turning around from Keldon. And while Derek White was shithouse, really good, and then has dropped off the last two. And that, of course, has led to people asking, hey, do I drop Derek White? No. 
kids cover your ears for fuck's sake no don't drop him let's hope it turns around for Derek last couple have been a bit off for him though well for the Lakers uh, they're just shit ass they're really bad um Taylor Horton Tucker was disgustingly poor last game they will likely get um or potentially get uh Malik Monk returning after his COVID protocols he, he was upgraded to questionable thing last week but he's still been out uh, maybe we get Dwight Howard back into that rotation. Horton Tucker, I think, should start again, but man, he's been bad. While Will Howard get the nod over DeAndre Jordan, I know which one's a better player. So unless they're tanking for picks, then you should be playing Howard over DeAndre Jordan. That is my thought anyway. But if you are tanking to pay more money on subscriptions, you, you want to ignore this ad. But if you hate the fact that you've got so many subscriptions you can't keep track of, why don't you go to Truebill? Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, that you don't want, or the ones that you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to 720 bucks per year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions incredibly hard to cancel, this makes it, Truebill, incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped them save over $100 million dues. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start cancelling today at truebill.com slash lockedonnba. Go right now. That's truebill.com slash lockedonnba. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash lockedonnba. Let's look at some back-to-back streams. And by back-to-back streams, back-to-back, I mean Thursday and Christmas Day. Because there's no game on Friday. At this point, maybe the NBA changes things with postponements. I doubt it. So we're looking at Golden State Warriors players. Otto Porter Jr., Gary Payton II, the doctor. We're looking at Damian Lee. We're looking at Atlanta Hawks players. Anyeka Okongwu, DeLon Wright, Gorgie Jen, Cam Reddish, although Okongwu's been added in a lot of spots. Um, we're looking at Knicks players. Taj Gibson. Depending on what happens with, say, someone like a Quentin Grimes, Kemba Walker. We're looking at Lakers players. Talon Horton Tucker, maybe, is a stream across those two days. And anyone who you see play on Christmas Day and play on Thursday. But there's some guys who are available in a lot of spots who can be stream options. Just for Thursday's games, we're looking at Gabe Vincent, Otto Porter, DeLon Wright, Gary Payton, Danny Green, Jeff Green, Max Struess, Dwight Howard, Damian Lee. Now, if there's someone you go, hey, why haven't you mentioned streaming in this guy? It's because that player, according to the metrics I have, is rostered in over 50% of the advanced format leagues, meaning in most competitive spots, that guy is over half of competitive leagues he's rostered. If the bloke that you think I haven't mentioned should have been mentioned and he's available in your league, just go grab him. Like it probably is because I have to have a cutoff somewhere in terms of who I include on these lists and 50% is the number I use. But he might be there in your league. So go and add him. For deeper formats, I use a 10% cutoff for these ones. Gary Payton, Jeff Green, Dwight Howard, Damian Lee, Cam Reddish, Frank Nilakina, throw Sterling Brown in there as well. Taj Gibson, Gorgie Jang, and Bradley Wanamaker. And then for points leagues, these guys are all available in over 50% of formats. Demarcus Cousins, Dwayne Dedman, Gabe Vincent, Kevin Herter, Dorian Finney-Smith. Finney-Smith, what are you doing? Must roster player, got to be rostered. Otto Porter, the Winter Soldier, Max Struess, Frankie Nilakina. And Dwight Howard, guys, that will do it for me today. Apologize if shit tons of this is out of date by the time this goes live or even by the time the games start tomorrow. But that is the nature of the NBA at the moment. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app on YouTube. Thumb it up, leave a comment, ring the notification bell. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.